Hello, podcasters. After Columbus, that opened the floodgate to a group of people that we call conquistadors. And I mentioned them in the early podcast, the introduction, and I'm going to remind you of what I said. There are some people that are mean, but they're not tough. There are some people that are tough, but they're not mean. But when you meet someone that is tough and mean, you have met a conquistador. These men were unbelievably tough. I've never read of anyone tougher than a conquistador. And some of the things I'm going to tell you about them are unbelievable. Now, there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them. Young Spanish boys would get wooden swords and play conquistador and go outside and beat the heck out of each other. They dreamed of becoming conquistadors. Now, conquistador, as you bilinguals know, if you speak Spanish, conqueror, and they were. And what I've never been able to do is be able to tell exactly how a conquistador fit into the Spanish world. They weren't soldiers, and meaning that they were not paid by the government. There were no recruiting officers for conquistadors. They seemed to be individual civilians, soldiers of fortune who made their own fortune by conquering people. But at any rate, they were tough fighters. And T.R. Fehrenbach says that in the days of the conquistador, if a Spanish, excuse me, if a Frenchman or an Englishman fought well, then they would be complimented and people would say they fought like a conquistador. Now, to give you a little introduction to the conquistadors, and there were a lot of them, I'm going to tell you about two of them. Both of them have the date of 1513 when they came to America, and I'm going to begin with one by the name of Balboa. Bosco da Gama Balboa. And Balboa comes over to Cuba. This is where all of the conquistadors came. It was sort of like the springboard for the conquistadors. And if you look at your map, remember, they still think they are very near China. They think they're very near Japan. They also think there is a, a strait. Remember that. The world that they are looking at is not the world that we know about today. And so they're over there, and they're trying to get gold. That's what their number one thing is, G-O-L-D, people, G-O-L-D. They want to get gold. They want fame. They want all of that. But when they come over to Cuba, they come over as individuals, and Balboa gets over to Cuba, and he liked to gamble. And after a while, he had been gambling with the governor, and he was apparently not a good gambler, and he lost a lot of money. Well, you're going to have to pay the governor. Losing money is easier than getting money to pay him. And he owed the governor quite a bit of money. And eventually, the governor gets tired of him, and they're going to arrest him, and they're going to make him pay the governor, or he is going to probably lose his head over this. And what Balboa decides to do is he's got to get off of Cuba. He knows a friend of his is getting an expedition up to go to the Americas to look for gold. 
if he can get on that expedition and if he can find that gold, then that's going to solve his debt problems with the governor. And so he asked this friend, can you sneak me aboard the ship? Because the governor has ordered that all of the ships be watched, that Balboa is not to leave Cuba. And according to legend, the way Balboa was snuck aboard the ship was he was put in a barrel and they rolled him up the gangplank right by the guards that were trying to prevent Balboa from leaving. He gets on board in that barrel. The ship takes off. They get a little bit out to sea and Balboa comes out of that barrel with a pistol in each hand and he arrested his best friend, charged him with treason and threw him in irons. This is a conquistador. He takes over the expedition and where they land is the Isthmus of Panama. Look at a map. The Isthmus of Panama does not look very wide, but that's because you're standing and looking at a map. If you are down there, it looks a whole lot wider if you're trying to get across it. And so, there he is at the Isthmus of Panama looking for gold. And who's going to have the gold? Of course, the Indians. The Indians. They capture some of the Indians in a battle. And they torture them. And they torture them to find out where the gold is. And the way they did it was this. They like fire. Fire was one of the tortures of the Inquisition. They tortured one. Another conquistador was nice to one. You know, good cop, bad cop. And when the one that was being nice to told the same story as the one being tortured, they had to be telling the truth. And what they said, podcaster, was to the west of where they stood, there was a land that had been cursed. It had been cursed with tons of gold. And that the Indians there did not like this gold. And the way the gold got there was it came up from under the earth. It worked its way up. And these Indians hated that gold. And they would try to get rid of it by making their children clean up the gold and take it to the garbage dump and dump it. And the next day or so, there would be more gold. It was an endless thing. And those Indians would just be happy if Mr. Balboa could come over there and clean up that gold for the people. This is a place that you want to be. And so... The conquistadors, armed with dogs they let loose on Indians, firelocks and swords, they started moving across the Isthmus of Panama, going west. As the Indians said, you go where the sun is setting. They fought their way across there. And when they got to the Pacific Ocean, Balboa was not happy. But I will tell you this, if you do have a chance to get some money, on a game show or answering a radio call-in, the first European to see the Pacific Ocean was Balboa, and he did not name it Pacific. It was south of where he was standing, so he simply called it the South Sea. But being a good conquistador for Spain, as long as you're there, why not? Why not what? Wade into that ocean and claim it. 
for Spain. And what he claimed was this. You're in that water, podcaster, about knee-deep, and you say this. I claim this water, and all the land this water touches for Spain. And now you wait out. Look at that world map. You think about what Balboa just claimed. All the water, the Pacific Ocean, and all the land that that water touches. What do you get? Three-fourths of the world? Three-fourths of the world? I had a student once asked, can he do that? Was that legal? Who's going to stop him? You can claim whatever you want, but what you got to do is back it up. Back it up. Now, let me remind you of something. When he's looking at the South Sea, when he's wading out there into the Pacific, do you think for a moment he has any clue where he is? You look at that map Columbus had. You remove North and South America. You remove the Pacific Ocean. You round the Earth. You double the continents. You do all of that, and where else could Balboa believe he is in but nothing but the Indian Ocean? And then he comes out, but he's found no gold. That village where all the gold worked its way up to the surface, and all those Indians hated that gold, that wasn't there. That wasn't there. He goes back to Cuba. His friend, by the way, he had sent back to Spain to stand charged for treason. I don't know what happened to him, never heard of him again. He takes the expedition now back to Cuba, and there is the governor. The governor who Balboa owes money to. The governor who had ordered that Balboa could not leave the island of Cuba. And the governor that was told that Balboa not only left him, you think he's happy to see Balboa? No. But before that governor could get the words out of his mouth to kill that Balboa, Balboa said, Are you ready, podcasters? I want to marry your daughter. What? The governor asked, I want to marry your daughter? Podcasters, think of this. The daughter is not in Cuba. No Spaniard would bring his daughter to Cuba. His daughter is in Spain. Apparently, the daughter had been having difficulty finding a husband. And now here's my boy that wants to marry the daughter. This is a future son-in-law. And now, instead of just being a Spaniard that owes money to the governor. This is a future son-in-law. Can't kill him. Well, what are you going to marry my daughter? And Balboa simply says, the next time I'm back in Spain. Okay. You're past. When are you going to Spain? Uh, I'm pencil that in, but, you know, things keep coming up, keep coming up. When are you going to Spain? Things keep coming up, coming up, coming up. January 1519, when you're going to Spain. 
things keep coming up. Not coming up anymore. Babor was arrested, charged with treason and found guilty, and was beheaded. I'm going to tell you who beheaded him. Another conquistador, a friend of Balboa's. And this man's name was Pizarro, Pizarro. And you'll hear more about Pizarro later on. That was the first of the conquistadors as far as we're concerned. Now, another one. If someone were on a game show and asked, who searched for the fountain of youth? Podcaster, if you know the answer to that, raise your hand, raise your right hand. Any hands go up? I don't think they teach these conquistadors in public school anymore. I don't think they do. Either that or when the podcasters were in public school, they had their mind on things other than conquistadors. Or they learned them for the test and then forgot about them. When I was young and in school, these were standard things. The first European to see the Pacific was none other than Malboa. Who searched for the fountain of youth? Everyone knew that. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Ponce de Leon. His date is also 1513. He was in Cuba, a conquistador. But until you get on an expedition to go and look for gold, you've got to find a way to make ends meet. And he didn't do like Balboa and Gamble that I know of. He had Indian slaves, farmed. These Indian slaves learned very quickly to tell the Spaniards what they wanted to hear. Indians learned very quickly to tell the Spaniards what they wanted to hear. And what do you think they wanted to hear? G-O-L-D. Where is the gold? I've seen a few trinkets, but I'm talking about the mother load. Where is the gold? Well, the gold was always somewhere else, like with Balboa. It was to the west, where the sun goes down. It wasn't here. Got to keep going west. With the slaves on Cuba, it was to the north of Cuba, an island that the Indians called Bimini. What about this island at Bimini? Well, the Indian said, there's this pond, and that when old people go into the pond, they come out young. What? Old people travel to the pond, and when they go into the water and come out, they're young. And I've heard about this for years, back when I was in the fifth grade. Fifth grade, you didn't worry about the fountain of youth. And the answer no one ever had was how young were you when you came out? 18? 21? Two and a half? That's beside the point. 
podcasters. There are a lot of myths in history. A myth is a falsehood. It's a nice one, something a lot of people believe. Sometimes a myth is thought to be better than the real story, which it's not, but that's what some people think. I've not done a lot of research on Ponce de Leon. Never read a thousand page biography on him. My professors in graduate school talked about him a little bit. He was just one of the conquistadors. But I did read this. We don't even know if Ponce de Leon believed that story or not. We know he heard it, but did he believe it? Because that's not what got him to go to what we know as Florida, which they thought was Bimini. What did I tell you that the conquistadors wanted? What were they looking for? Can you spell it? G-O-L-D? Gold. That's what they want. The Indians that told about the fountain of youth, the pond where you went in and came out young. They also said, there's a kingdom there. What Balboa would have said? I mean, Pasadillon would have said, there's a kingdom. And in this kingdom are the richest that you would never believe you've seen. There's gold and there's silver. It is one of the most fabulous kingdoms ever. That's what got Ponce de Leon's attention. The gold and the silver. Oh, yes, and if there is a pond that you can get into, okay. He made several trips to Florida looking for this pond looking for the gold, looking for the silver. And in 1521, he makes a trip. He goes up the eastern side of Florida. He lands, Indians attack him. They come back on the ship. They come around the southern tip. They come up on the western side of Florida. And what they're looking for is a place to land where the Indians won't kill them. And from their ship, going up the coast, they see some Indians looking at them from the shore, and they're waving, they're smiling, they look like friendly Indians. They motion for them to come ashore. And if you were a Spaniard, you'd say, well, my gosh, look at there, they're inviting us in. They're inviting us in. And so you get in the long boats and you start coming in. And once you got ashore, those nice Indians, they had disappeared into the jungle. All the Spaniards thought, they're going to show us where to go. They're going to lead us to their camp. And they went into that jungle, and every time they think, where are those Indians? They'd see one of them, and that Indian would motion them to follow him a little bit further into that jungle. And then when they got in that jungle far enough, all of a sudden that Indian was not motioning for them, and he was not smiling. Because Indians all around them open fire with bows and arrows. Podcasters, they had been led into an ambush. What I just told you is as old as war. That's how you lead them into an ambush. 
Ponce de Leon was hit in the leg with an error. These errors, the heads of them had been dipped in poison. And so Ponce de Leon had been wounded by a poison error. They take him back to ship, he returns to Cuba, and he died. January of 1521. These are the first of the conquistadors that I'm going to tell you about. Just to introduce you to them. The greatest of the conquistadors, though, is what the next one is going to be about. The next one's going to be about Cortes, the greatest of all conquistadors. Now, I'm going to leave you with this, because I want you to get an idea about what the conquistadors were like. And what I'm going to tell you is a, something that came from a professor of mine when I was in graduate school. I can still see him sitting there. We're sitting around a table. There's about five of us in class. Not because people were cutting. But graduate school in the summertime at SFA for history majors, there were never very many of us. And we sit in this room with a mahogany table, and we sit around with a professor at the head of the table. And this is what he told us. He said this. A conquistador that I'm going to tell you about later on by the name of DeSoto. And looking for gold, going up through the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, they came to a group of Indians. And the Indians had sent a man out to tell them that there was going to be a reception for them. And how they were speaking to them, translation, they knew. Hand gestures. And this is what the professor said. The Indian got across to DeSoto. Tell us how you're coming into my land. If you're coming as a friend, we will prepare a feast and a celebration. If you're coming as an enemy, tell us, and we will prepare to kill you. How are you coming into my land? I would say this to my class, and I ask the students, what are you going to tell them? And every student said, tell them you're coming as a friend. You ready, podcaster? You say you're telling them as a friend and you're going to trick them? <laughs> Excuse me for chocolate. You're not a conquistador. A conquistador's answer says a solo. You cut his hand off and you tell him before you bleed to death. You run back to your little kingdom and you tell them, I'll come into that land any way I want to. That podcaster is a conquistador. And the next one is going to be the greatest of all conquistadors. Okay, sweetheart. Yep, that was a short one. I knew it was going to be short. 
podcasters need a break. They do. Everyone's probably need to get out early. You know, get out early on Friday. Yeah. 